now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do. That's the only thing we do. Well, that's true. Well, there's that other thing. Yeah, well. But yeah, we're not right, doing that right now. Right. We're just going up and down the road right now, picking up music wherever we find it, you know? That's right. Listening to it. Listen to it. Go, Talking oh, about it. That's nice. I yeah. think I'll put that on the show. Yeah. So there you go. It's not bad. Well, it's not bad. I would have no. never thought this was what I'd end up doing. No, no. Yeah. It wasn't like we chose this particular it, path. I sort of chose us. I yeah, it, it just chose us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with that, yeah. Well, people ask us. They say... Derriers. Exactly what is Americana music after all? And I don't know why they ask us. It's, <laughs> I don't. We're, we're not scholars. I don't or know. We just said that's what we're going to call the show. But well, we have an opinion about yeah, it. Yeah, we do. It, it's we do. kind of loosely, it could be called a definition. It's kind of been getting cemented into the consciousness. Now, I guess you could say that. Yeah, that's I, true. I wouldn't have thought to put it that way. But. I know. You don't think that much anyway. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, uh, you know, we call it, we think that it's music with. Distinctive American, American roots. roots. And that's overly broad for a good reason. Well, yeah, it gives us all kinds of options. All kinds of yeah. options, yeah. Which we need, you know, for instance, I mean, it could be doo-wop. It could be samba. Oh, it could be, yeah. It could be Zydeco. Dixieland. Show tunes. Junk band. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. That. It could be chicken scratch. <laughs> Honky tonk. Uh, it could be red dirt. It could be new wave. It could be music. It could be a uh, barbershop. I, I guess it could be. It could okay. be funk. It could be jazz. It could be punk. <laughs> we could do a rhyming thing. <laughs> but you know what it ought to be. Oh, we know what it ought to be. It should be Boogaloo. boogaloo. And it is Boogaloo. We just like saying Boogaloo. On the Americana Road Show. That's true. Uh, the format of the show is that uh, each week, each of us shows up with a virtual fistful of tunes. And we decided sometime back, we kind of came up with a formula for that. That's true. Accidentally. Uh-huh. So on the even-numbered shows, you go first, and mm-hmm. on odd-numbered shows, I go That's first. That's right. And this is 162. It is, episode 162. Uh, all right. So I think it's on you to go. Okay. A guy by the name of Alan Doy Odell. Okay. Not Doyle. I thought it was Doyle at first. Doy? But he went by Doy Odell. Okay. Or Doy Odell. Doy Odell? Doy Odell. Doy Odell. Maybe. I don't okay, know. Maybe. He was born in uh, Gustine, Texas in 1912. And then uh, his dad was a cotton farmer. And he uh, later on, they moved uh, to the far west Texas town of Plainville, Plainview. Plainview, yeah, right. Yeah, we've talked mm-hmm. about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, his uncle was a fiddle player, and he would visit, and he taught Doy how to play fiddle. And um, he started playing at a radio station in Amarillo and eventually got his own radio show with NBC. Wow. And uh, the, the guy was, he was really something. I mean, he was one of the country's pioneer 
um, uh, at one of the country's pioneer TV stations, and he had a Western Varieties TV show. It was a Friday night staple for many years. He was an actor, uh, appeared with Roy Rogers and the Sons of the Pioneers in some of their late movies. Wow. Uh, actually, he was a member of the Sons of the Pioneers for a time. There were a lot of people that were members. It was a fraternity. Yeah, for a time. You're mm-hmm. right. Uh-huh. Uh, but he he was in uh, some of the Sons of the Pioneers movies. Uh, uh, Under California Stars was one of them, which mm-hmm. is a big one for them. And uh, he appeared in other movies with Ronald Reagan, Jack Lemmon, Ava Gardner. You know, so the guy, he was really with with people, you know. Um, And he had parts in two Billy Wilder movies, The Days of Wine and Roses. Mm -hmm. Um, And anyway. So how come we never heard of this guy? I I never did, but uh, but I was (laughs) brought to him. Um, it, it's just some of that movie that I had archived, uh, okay. music that I had archived. All right, yeah. And uh, and I had a hard time picking. Um, we may come back to do Shut Up and Drink Your Beer later, because <laughs> I like that one a lot. I, I do, too, yeah. Um, but, uh, but I picked this one. It, it's just a single. And uh, Joy O'Dell doing She Left Me When My Dreamboat Started Leaking. Sailing mighty high in my dreamboat through the sky When all at once the timber started creaking I had run into a snag, I was left holding the bag She left me when my dreamboat started leaking She left me when my dreamboat started leaking Now there won't be no more cheeky cheeky She gave me the run around when my ship was going down she left me when my dreamboat started leaking. Everything was going smooth, didn't think that I could lose. My heart was in the harbor for safekeeping. I found out that I was wrong, that is why I sing this song. She left me when my dreamboat started leaking. She left me when my dreamboat started leaking. Now there won't be no more cheeky cheeky. She gave me the run around when my ship was going down. She left me when my dreamboat started stuff there <laughs> oh well good way to get us started yeah it is kick things off a little bit okay leo well what do you want to follow that up with well there's a span that has been around for a long time as near as i can tell it may go back as far as 30 years right and it's one of those bands that's kind of had a, a rolling um kind of membership in it okay 
but it's it's always been really popular from the time it started, and it's one of those kind of a uh, it's like a click following. All right, now you have to back up a little bit. They were trying to name this band when they first got it, we're getting it going, right? Uh-huh. And and one uh, you know how uh, the song "In Agata Vida" was supposed to have been named "In the Garden, the Garden of, of Eden," right? 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 right. Mm-hmm. Well, something similar happened with this band. A friend, a musician friend of the band. Uh, suggested that uh, Dawn of the Buffalo would be a good name for the band, right? And somebody okay. heard it as Donna the Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's stuck. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's stuck. And these guys, they've got like this cult following, man. There's, they, the followers of the group are called The Herd. Okay. Of course they are. Of course they are. It's kind of a self-organized, you know, sort of a tribe of people. They meet at these things, you know, they just all start hanging together. But anyway, they were one of the founding and host bands of the annual Finger Lakes Grassroots Festival, Music and Dance, and Shakuri Hills Grassroots Festival. I mean, they're kind of all over the place, you know. And uh, they have recorded with a lot of different people, including uh, people like Jim Lauderdale, who we've talked about right. on this show before, Bela Fleck, our friend from you know, Nashville, and yeah. uh, uh, you know just all kinds of different people. But I, I was kind of just going through songs, and I found this one particular song. Uh, I just like it. It's fun. And it seems like a good way to kind of stay with the fresh energy here. I love it. At the, so they recorded it in 2014. This is Donna the Buffalo. With a song called No Place Like the Right Time.
How do you like Donna the Buffalo? Uh, Donna's great. <laughs> that's a, uh, yeah, that's good. Good sound. It's a good band. A good sound. Yeah. All right, Rod. What's going on? Okay. Well, uh, uh, a song popped up on my in my ears uh, this, in this past week, and it's, it's a song I've always liked um, uh, f- f- for some reasons. But let me talk about the guy first. It's big band music. Okay. Okay. And this is a guy. His name was Wilfred Theodore Weems. But uh, his professional name was Ted Weems. Ted Weems, okay. I didn't really know much about this. You guy. know, the, it sounds familiar, but I, yeah. Well, you'll recognize the song. He was born in uh, 1901. Um, <laughs> he was born in Pennsylvania, and um, his start in music came when he entered a contest hoping to win a pony. But he won a violin instead. Oh, <laughs> you talk about the universe speaking to Isn't you. That funny. I know you wanted a pony, <laughs> but, but here, yeah, you, this you, will be better. You need to have this. You need to have violin. this fiddle. <laughs> was folks arranged uh, for music lessons, and um, while 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 he was in school, he organized a band, and he initially provided some of the instruments himself. Okay, so. So again, he was born in 1901. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so a long time ago, right? And um, so while he was there, um, the teacher offered Ted and his band a penny each if they would play when the alarm sounded for fire drills. What? So I guess there'd be a fire drill, and they'd all get their instruments, and while everybody's standing around, they play. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. so what happened was he kept the monies of the band and in turn <laughs> charged each band member a penny for membership. <laughs> no, so wait a minute. That's an entrepreneur. That is an entrepreneur. But, right but uh, not to sound too bad, he used the money to purchase better instruments than those that the band started out with. Wow, man, okay. that's cool, yeah. He, he, this guy, he was a, a, an entrepreneur. So um, his family moved um, to West Philadelphia and uh, and he went to high school at the high school there he joins this the school's band and became its director <laughs> just like that <laughs> well, well he, he was char- in school but did he charge him a penny i That's bet he did i, I bet he did uh he uh, he went to the university of pennsylvania had a band and and, and all this stuff but he he uh um, his band got a contract to play for four weeks at a Philadelphia restaurant, and the owner was able to keep him and his band there for four months by making Ted a partner in his business. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, God. I mean, it just keeps going and I going. I think I love this guy. So he, uh, uh, he eventually uh, uh, started recording for Victor Records, and um, his first uh, hit was in 1924. It was uh, Somebody Stole My Gal, and it, it was sold over a million copies way Good back there. Grief. But now in uh, 1942, his entire band enlisted in the United States Merchant Marine. The entire band the did. The entire band did, and uh, he ended up directing the Merchant Marine Band. So, uh, so anyway, so after they got out, he reorganized his big band in 1945, and he made some records for Mercury. And they had this recording session, and they wanted they, were, they didn't want to pay any more than they had to for the recording. Okay. I mean, the company, right? So they only had one rehearsal session prior to going in. <laughs> okay. okay, so this is where it starts to come around to the tune itself. They recorded, recorded six tunes, including a song called "Heartaches." And um, so, it, 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 the other reason I like the song is it has a whistler. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay, all right, yeah. And um, he's, he decided to have Elmo Tanner whistle rather than use a vocalist. And um, so while they were rehearsing, someone came up with, uh, with the idea of speeding up the song and doing it at a faster tempo. Mm-hmm. And so it, it attracted, they recorded it that way. It attracted very little attention after its release. 
1938, he did a kind of a rumba foxtrot version of the song for Decca Records. And it, it, it included Elmo Tanner's whistling. It was played fast, but not the breakneck tempo of the earlier one. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. So, um, but there was a, a guy named Kurt Webster. He was a disc jockey. And he found the original 1938 version in a box of old records he had gotten, and he played it on the air, and the phone never stopped ringing. Oh, really? And wow. it just went crazy, and uh, they ended up, uh, you know, it was a huge hit and all that type of thing. Now, um, what happened was they, they didn't make uh, any money on that because when they um, – uh, and enlisted in the Merchant Marines, mm-hmm. they let their contracts expire. Oh, oh! So they didn't make any money off oh, of uh, that oh. second uh, release. Huh. But anyway, um, it, it topped the hit parade in uh, April 1947. And um, in uh, uh, anyway, that's kind of what happened. Okay. So the song, it's got a great catchy beat. Um, it's got whistling. It's got castanets. It's got everything. So you know what we have to do? Get some hot dancing monkeys? No, the Carmen oh. Miranda hats. Oh, we got to get the okay. Carmen Miranda. Okay. Already. So Ted yeah. Weems from presenting Ted Weems in 1959, Heartaches. No fun at all. 
Nothing like a good whistling, dude, oh, you know? Man. Yeah, that just got my Carmen Miranda hat shaking. Uh, did you sweat in your Carmen Miranda I hat? did a little bit. Okay, because me too. Well, you always sweat in yours, but uh, it's usually the sweat of fear. Fear. Yeah. yeah, there's that. But not this time. Not, not this time. Hey, but you know what? What? Uh, we're out of time. Oh, for boy, this we segment. had too. Way, way, yeah, way. We had a little yeah. too much fun there. All right. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, so this is where we have to go uh, police the area, clean yep. up the trash. Tomorrow's yep. moving day, of course. And there's, and there's the kitty. You got to take care of Ardmore. We always yes, do. We always do. It's and okay, of course, Ardmore. Uh, uh, we need to check that left or inside, inside duel. That's and, true. And since it's an even-numbered show, Leo. Oh, it's your turn. It's my turn. Yay! Okay. Okay. All right. So you do your job. I'll do mine. And we'll be back here in just, uh, just a couple of minutes. Okay. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Trucker's Radio USA. Yeah, we're back. Uh, yes, we are. I see you're back. Uh, I am. I am back. Yeah, How was the tire? Was uh, tire was only two pounds down. Two pounds. Yeah, that's not too wasn't bad. bad. No, that's not bad. Yeah. Hey, thanks for putting the uh, Carmen Miranda hats away. I well, that's that. okay. Kind of left mine sitting there when I went out to check the tire. Well, you wanted to let it dry out because. Well, you, well there's that. You yes. just you had a little you know sweat yeah, going there for a little you. bit. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah. it's all good. Well, that's good. That good, right? Well, uh, we are broadcasting this week from uh, none other than Peculiar, Missouri. Yeah, we, we the Dart landed pretty close to home. Pretty close to home, you yeah. You know, we, uh, we ran up and said hi to everybody since yeah. we were close. I think we're only about 30 miles south of Kansas City. You right, know? right. But, uh, you know, it's funny that it landed here because I've always enjoyed the fact that we have this weird town name. Yeah. You know, Peculiar. Just so close to town. Peculiar, Missouri, you know. It, it, it's There are at least... You know, if you talk to people, or I always like the fact that there's this uh, packing company here. They and uh, they have a steak that they cut. Oh, that's right. That's called a peculiar steak. Pe- it is a peculiar steak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys are all right. But there's at least two versions of the story on how the uh, town got its name. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. I, it depends on who you talk to. The guy at the post office or the guy at the meat packing plant. Right, right. <laughs> the, but um, the first one involves the community's first postmaster, okay? And it's so often that when these towns were born, they had, in order to get a post office and everything, they had to come up with a name for the town. Sure. You know, so they had to go to the postmaster. Because there were no zip codes. There were no zip codes. Yeah. They had to go to the postmaster and, and approve a name. Okay. To get one approved so they could have a post office, right? So, um he goes to this guy, his name was Edgar Thompson, and his first choice for the name was Excelsior. Well, that had already been taken. Right. There was Excelsior Springs. Springs the, on the other side East. of town. Yeah, yeah, so that was already taken. And um, so uh, several other choices were also rejected, as it turns out. Finally, he got so ticked off uh-huh. that he wrote to the postmaster general, sent him a letter. Not that he could write back because well, he still didn't have a post. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's appropriate that a postmaster would send a letter. He would. And he yeah. said, among other things, he said, we don't care what name you give us so long as it's sort of peculiar. <laughs> so, wow. he's, so he submitted the name. And guess what? He's, Be he careful what you ask for. He didn't expect him to, to do it. <laughs> That's great. But they approved it. So yeah. they, Now, there's another one saying there's an alternate version, you uh-huh. know, that lady down at the library. Uh, there's a folklorist um, named Margot Ford McMillan, and it turns out early settlers were searching for a location to farm. Okay. You know? And uh, as they cleared a small rise and looked below, one remarked, well, that's peculiar. It's uh, peculiar. It's a very place I saw in a vision back in Connecticut. <laughs> 
So, wow. so they bought the land and put the town there. You know? Oh, so, wow. That's so, great. Anyway, it was incorporated as a village in the 1890s, right? Uh-huh. They got their you know, presence gone and became what they call a fourth class city of the state in Missouri in 1953. And the, uh, the, they also have a slogan for the town. Okay. It's, are you ready? Uh-huh. Where the odds are with you. <laughs> I never heard that. That's I, great. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, you have to ask questions. Yeah. You know, people tell you things. So there you go. Oh, that's great. Well, and, it's good to be close to home again. And, and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people ask us, they say, Darius, you, you know, what are you guys doing? You know, you're traveling across this country. It is yeah. a great country. Yeah. And you're driving all over the place like a it's, ping pong ball uh-huh, in that uh-huh. old RV. Yep. And, you know, why? I, because we just got started on it and it. It's kind of hard to quit. We can't shake it off our finger. No, no. It's yeah. just, we're kind of stuck with it, you know? Well, also, you know, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, they have these things called ranches. ranches. That's true, yeah. And they get to do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. They don't, they don't like, you know, have to suffer for their art. Well, I guess not. I guess not. Art couldn't make it anyway. Art couldn't make it. Yeah. But, uh, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch. Where is that, Roger? Well, Leo, that's in the... Dos Cavazos Mountains, of yes, course. it is. Yeah, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Uh-huh. Oren Friesen, who is the human footnote of the dairy area, never misses a lick. That yeah. boy, he has the Rock and Banjo Ranch there in central Kansas. Yep, and you know we used to whine to our pal Suzanne we about don't the fact have a ranch. That, that we didn't have a ranch. Yeah, and, and she said, "Well, look at it this way, you guys. You have the entire continental United States, true, border to border, ocean to ocean. Mm-hmm. You could say you have a ranch." Without fences. fences. That's correct. And we roam that range in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Oh, yeah, we've got our own little Rambling Rose. Yeah, Rosie gets us there. She does. She does. does. We can't complain. Well, Leo, uh, what have you got for us? It's your turn. Okay, now, this this is kind of a weird thing. The, uh, and I, I didn't know what to how to how to get into this exactly. So let me just kind of just start with it. I want to go with it. Okay. Okay. There was this song, uh, I, the Andrews Sisters. We've never actually fe- the, featured them. We've had them as part of a mashup before, yeah. you know. And I've kind of been thinking, but you know, they've got these songs like Boogie Woogie Boogie, uh, Bugle Boy, and all that. So mm-hmm. they, there's so much about them that everybody knows already, right? True. They were popular during the war years and everything else. Well, in 1945, uh, they were offered a song uh, called Rum and Coca-Cola. Yeah. Now, there was a couple things interesting about that. First of all, that whole Calypso thing was just kind of starting to work its way into popular Americana, mm-hmm. right? And um, so they didn't know much about it. And, and they, when I got to looking at it, though, what popped out at me uh, was that it was attributed uh, to uh, the author would be um, uh, Maury Amsterdam. Oh, wow. From Dick Van Dyke Show. Yeah. Okay, vaudeville okay. guy, basically. Sure. Incredibly talented. He was a human joke machine. Right. In fact, he used to wear a box on the front. When he crank it, and, and he and somebody say, I need a joke. And he'd grab it and crank it, and a piece of paper would pop out. And he'd just act like he was reading it, and a joke would come out. I mean, seriously. <laughs> the guy was hysterically wow. funny, and he had a mind that just worked that way. So, but I'm sitting there going, did he... Write this song. I mean, you know, and I kept, yeah, it's he's credited here and credited there. Well, the, there's a backstory about this, right? And what happened was the melody of this song had previously uh, been published 
uh, by uh, the work of a Venezuelan guy, a Calypso composer. His name was Lionel Belasco, all right? And the lyrics also had existed. They were written by Rupert Grant, okay? okay. Another Calypso uh, music, uh, musician from Trinidad who used the stage name Lord Invader. Right. Oh, I've heard that name. Okay, that name has come yeah. up before, all uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So apparently, Maury Amsterdam was in Trinidad at some point, and he denies ever having you know heard any of this. But however it happened, uh, he ended up copywriting the song. Oh, wow. Under, under his name, right? Okay. And he may have doctored up the lyrics a little bit. Well, the, the, uh, there was this controversy, there were several controversies surrounding this. First of all, the song has got some innuendo in it. A bit. About the local girls and the yeah. sailor boys. Sure. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, so, and, and there were also, there was a name brand of a, a soda. Sure. Coca-Cola. So some radio stations didn't want to play it for those two reasons. A, they didn't want to get free advertising for Coca-Cola. Right. And B, they were a little racy. A little racy for yeah. some of the stuff. So then, and then, that, but besides that, there was a, also a lawsuit. Finally, these two guys from Venezuela figured out they'd just gotten ripped off. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, now, in the meantime, uh, the sisters, they, had, they were clueless. Okay. About the whole thing. Uh, they, they'd gone in for a recording um, session, right? And they had some extra time. And they had, well, let's, this, here's a song. It's kind of good. Let's just, let's just do it. So they, they said they faked it. They didn't, never heard. They had no idea what the lyrics were about or anything else. But in, in under 10 minutes, uh, they made a record that sold 7 million units and sat at number one on the Billboard magazine chart for seven weeks. <laughs> So now it's got, easy. Uh, you got all these weird components now. Yeah. All this backstory stuff that's happened. Wow. So anyway, after the release of Roman Coca-Cola, these two other guys, Belasco and a Lord Invader, sued okay. for copyright infringement. And um, uh, in 1948, it had been litigated for years, right? Both plaintiffs won. Huh. The two guys had actually written the whole thing. But uh, Maury Amsterdam scooted away with the uh, copyright. Really? Yeah. I'll be darned. And that's how the whole thing ended up. Interesting. So there you go. And it's a great song. It is a it great really song. It really is. You I know, mean, I, I did a solo duel on that back at this. Oh, that's right. Ago. You did. I did. You did. That was a uh-huh. good, good piece of work. Yes, sir. So anyway, it's the Andrews Sisters, man, 1945, rubbing Coca-Cola. If you ever go down Trinidad, they make you feel so very glad. Calypso sing and make up rhyme Guarantee you one real good fine time Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down Point Kumala Both mother and daughter Working for the Akidala Oh, beat it, man, beat it If the Yankee comes to Trinidad They got the young girls all going mad Young girls say they treat them nice Make Trinidad like paradise Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down Point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Akidala Oh, you vex me, you vex me Chicka chick carry to Mona's Isle Native girls all dance and smile so just celebrate his leave Makes every day like New Year's Eve Drinking rum and Coca-Cola 
go down point Kumala, both mother and daughter, working for the Yankee dollar. It's a fact, man, it's a fact. In old Trinidad, I also fear the situation is mighty queer, like the Yankee girls and natives swoon. When she heard her bingle croon, drinking rum and Coca-Cola, go down point Kumala, both mother and daughter, working for the Yankee dollar. Out on Manzanella Beach, G.I. romance with native peach. All night long make tropic love The next day sit in hot sun And cool off drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down point Kumala Both mother and daughter Working for the Yaki dollar It's a fact, man, it's a fact Rum and Coca-Cola <laughs> there oh, you wow. go. It's a great song, man. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. backstory, but uh, yeah. there you go. Awesome. Uh, all right, Rogers, back to you. Well, okay. Uh, I, I stumbled. I, I, I was looking for something to watch, and, and on, on Amazon Prime Video, there was this movie called On a Wing and a Prayer. Oh yeah, okay. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and it's a it's a about a true story. Uh-huh. It was about a guy, and he'd taken like one or two flying lessons. His brother was a pilot, uh, you know, kind of a pilot, and he's taking his family um, on a trip. It's just a short hop somewhere, and the pilot has a heart attack and dies. Oh. And it's in a twin engine, kind of a sophisticated thing, and and so they put all these people together, and and he actually lands the plane. I mean, they're flying into a storm. It's a it's a cool story. You're right. But uh, the actor, the lead actor, is uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of wow. course, you know, he's an actor. You know, I mean, we could go through all the movies that he's been in. Yeah, the right stuff, the Big Easy, Inner Space, oh, Great I Balls like of him. Fire, everything. I, you know? I think he's a great actor. Yeah. And, uh, and he actually, uh, through his father, he is a first cousin twice removed of Gene Autry. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. So I found that, but um, you know he's uh, he's had all that stuff. Well, at, at the at the end of the movie, um, uh, this song comes on, and with him singing the lead, you know, and I don't didn't know that he ever sang, um, but he has an album uh, that was just released in 2023. Huh. Uh, it's called Fallen, a gospel record for sinners. <laughs> okay, yeah, and so he put together this this record. It's 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 really cool. But he ha- has people on this. Uh, the Isaacs are on it. Uh, Jason Brumley. Uh, oh, wow. They all provide background harmonies. The Oak Ridge Boys are on it. You know, he couldn't find anybody good. No, that I was going to say he's just scraping the bottom of the barrel there. <laughs> but um, he said, uh, you know, it, 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 there's a song called "On My Way to Heaven." It was inspired by his struggle with addiction over the years, and you know, which he has openly talked about. Right. You know? But the song—it's a great rendition of this tune um, uh, and I just want to play it it's super cool Dennis Quaid doing I'll Fly Away One bright morning when this life is over I'll fly away to 
on God's celestial shore I'll fly away
A time for fun, a job well done for Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. It's fun to relax and join your friends with Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. For fellowship, companionship, drink a toast delicious and clear. Pabst makes it perfect when good friends meet for Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Come pour, we invite you to pour a Pabst Good times with good friends and Pabst makes it perfect. Clearly refreshing, clearly delicious. That's Pabst Blue Ribbon. Over 100 million barrels since 1844. Backing up. We are backing up. That's the one thing we do halfway right. Yeah, except, that's one thing we know, kind of figured out. Well, with the singing part anyway. Exactly. The backing up of Rosie is still kind of a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, hey, we, you know. We, we usually leave right afterwards. That's so, right. You know, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, you know, this is the part of the show where uh, we just get right down and uh, oh, we beg, beg people we, to go no, to our website. Shameless. Yeah. Begging. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we spend a lot of time, you know, putting stuff on the website that we think is entertaining. At Absolutely. Least Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, we think people ought to you know go check it out. I think they should. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. Of course, the website for this show is the. the Derriers.com. And we make this point as often as, and as clearly as possible. Right. It's very important for you to include the. the. Yeah, if you forget it, I promise you will never oh, forget you it. Oh, you won't forget it again. Yeah. No, yeah. it's awful. Yeah. Well, yeah. and of course, the website for the band is. Well, that would be 3trailswest.com with the number three there on the front. Mm-hmm. And that's where we've got a list of our shows that we got coming up, and you can peruse the catalog yeah. of all two of our uh, albums. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that we got on there. Yeah. And yeah, man, and just visit a little bit, man. Yeah. You know, say it's howdy. Tough. Yeah. Uh, of course, if you go to either website, yeah, we think you're going to find a lot of content. content. Oh, yeah. And if you uh, look at it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented. But boy, there's getting to be more and more all yeah, the time. There's a lot. There's a bunch. So you could become con- confused, confused, in which uh-huh. case you should just contact, contact us. us. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's contact us tabs at uh, uh, both websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. That's right, Rog. Yeah, what uh, are those? Well, mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thederrieres.com. Right. Drop us a line. Hey, you know what else? Hey, what else? Well, if you go to thederrieres.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab. Oh, that's right. And from there, you can listen to any of our past episodes or download them and listen to them at, at your, your leisure. leisure. Yeah. Hopefully wearing your leisure, leisure suit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, somebody's going to do that one of these Sooner days. Sooner or later, if we keep bringing them up. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And you know what else, Leo? What, Roger? You can now find all of our past episodes on, on Spotify. Spotify. Yes. Spotify. Uh, it's, it's actually on several the platforms. Spotify, boy. I know you love Spotify. Those guys, you know, yeah. Spotify. But it's also on them. Stitcher. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it, well, uh, whatever. And it's on TuneIn. It's, it's on TuneIn. It's okay, but Spotify is yeah. like, we already talked about Spotify. I know, and, and, and you keep talking about it, but I, it's I on do. Amazon Music also. Sure, sure, maybe. 
I don't no. know. I wouldn't know. Spotify but is I just always I, go as to, you always say, Spotify, but yeah. it's also on iHeartRadio. Well, I'm not buying it. I well, mean, you know, okay. it's probably on Spotify. Yeah, but it's on a lot of places. And okay. you know, as our good buddy Mike Carr says Listen, I go nowhere without the derriers. Yeah, he goes nowhere yeah. without the derriers. And, and thank you for listening, Mike. I'm not sure who else is, but uh, at least Mike is. At least I Mike think, is. Yeah, thank you for we, that. That's true. Well, Leo, uh, you know, I think uh, this is where we move on, and I believe it's your turn again. You know, there's a, there's this thing occasionally where a, a piece of um, music works its way into the sports field, right? Right. I mean, you know, sometimes when a when a batter strikes out, though, na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye, oh, right? right? Mm-hmm, there's been, mm-hmm. And there's been a bunch of songs, but there's there's one particular song that has influenced generations of cheerleaders. You know, and is a standard little thing that is played at sports events all the time now. And it actually has its origins in rock and roll music. Really? A long time ago, though. This is a band called The Routers. And in 1962, they recorded this uh, this little ditty, basically. Now, they were an American instrumental group. Um, they were founded in 61 by a guy named Michael Z. Gordon, right? And, but they, they were kind of a loose-knit group, but usually three or four guys in the core. And sometimes they would use uh, studio musicians to augment some of the stuff. But it was all instrumental. This, I wouldn't exactly call them a surf band, but they did play some surf music and stuff. Anyway, uh, the, this first release in September of 1962 is kind of a guitar-driven instrumental, all right? And it's called Let's Go. All right, okay. <laughs> and in parentheses it says pony. I don't know where the pony thing came from, but wow, it's let's go. Well, they have this distinctive clapping pattern that they use on the song, and the chant became a favorite of cheerleaders and crowds worldwide. Yeah, now now I'm following you. You know what's, where I'm going well, with I this? Sure do. Okay, so it's it's just. It's just a funky little song. It's not very long, but it made a huge impression on everybody. So from 1962, this is The Routers, and it's called Let's Go.
Okay. <laughs> what? Where, where, where have you been hiding those pom poms? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. They just look kind of old. And, and that of... letter sweater. Oh man! But and the bobby socks. You know how fast I had to change. I, I do know how fast you had to change. But, but I tell you, but the, the pom poms kind of fell apart a little bit. I, I know you're going to clean up. Get yeah. a little clean up on now. They're 14. old. Yeah, yeah. A little old. Okay. And where did Ardmore go? I don't think he cared for <laughs> that at all. Fled. Yeah, he wasn't into that. He wasn't into it. Okay, yeah. sorry, buddy. All right, well. Okay, it's your turn, Roger. It is. <laughs> so, um, uh, one of the last times we were in uh, Kansas City, we were at uh, the Brick for the Royal Grit Happy Hour. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we try and get there early, and they always are playing some great music, and I, I shazam a lot of it, you know. To, mm-hmm. and, and I found this group, they're called Poor Man's Poison. Okay. And uh, they're from uh, Hanford, California. Uh, they got together in 2009. And um, they, you know, their music—it's—it's it, it, interesting. They—they've they've been called folk, Americana, country rock, pop, and they're kind of all those things, I think. Um, but they—they—they uh, they, they had three studio albums and a live album. And in September of 2012, they won the best new act in country music at the Country Showdown in Nashville. No kidding! Wow. So I mean, that's pretty big deal. Yeah, right? it is. It is. Well, in 2014, they took kind of a hiatus mm-hmm. and they got back together in 2019 and they decided they're just going to be probably more studio and release singles and they, they really weren't that interested in, in okay. live performance. Okay. Right. So, um, uh, you know, when I'm p- picking a group or when I get a group and I find a song I like, I almost always, I try to put two in my library because uh-huh. one might be longer and I won't be able to use it and sure. everything mm-hmm. and, and and the one that I wanted to play and I may still play it one of these days uh, is called Hell's Coming With Me <laughs> but it's a great tune but uh, after you played the last one I had to go to my alternate pick Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and I had to do, beca- do it because of the title uh-huh. Oh, this is from a. Uh, it, it's called the Great Big Lie it was kind of a, a yeah. thing they redo in 2023 um, and the title of the song is, is what? Let's Go. <laughs> we got the villain politician with deceitful teeth. Bloody hands, so sticky sweet. With a long icy cold finger of death and a whisper sweet as baby's breath. Yeah, this is how the story goes. The more you pay attention, the more you know. Nobody wins if everybody dies. So welcome to the show. Let's go. It's the sound of the war machine. Let's go. Yeah, they're coming after you and me. Let's go. Nobody wins if everybody dies. And we've all been caught up in a great big lie. Let's go. Tragedy. They know what they do compared to what we see. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We're all gonna die. Yeah, this is the end. Let's go. That's the sound of the war machine. Let's go. Yeah, they're coming after you.
Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's a little difference from your uh, version oh, of the song. Yeah. Very, very yeah. much different. Speaking of, oh, hey, speaking of which. Which what? It's time for that we need to let's go. Oh, we do need to let's go, don't we, we? We've been having way too much fun yeah, here today. We kind of have, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. We really Thanks for bringing have. that up. Well, somebody um, had to be the responsible adult. Yeah, well, that, that doesn't happen very often. That's never me. That's that's true. That's true enough. Um, okay, so let's see. So we got to figure out where we're going to go. Now, and, and another thing we got to be thinking about. What? Well, we got a holiday coming up here. We do. And we kind of want to be getting maybe back towards home, you know, around, you know. Oh, we're going to see how good uh, you are with the dark. Okay. Um, uh, let's cause, see, because you're going to throw the... Oh, it's going to be my responsibility. Yes, it is. Okay. That, that's true. I'll that's practice. True. Okay. Practice <laughs> um, up. Okay. So, uh, let's see. It's your turn to throw the dart. Okay. So, fine. I'll go get the map. It's in the back there. Watch out for Ardmore. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It likes to hang out there. By he the does. Okay. I don't know why it is. Okay, but uh, get it up on the wall here. It's always okay. bright back it's there. nice and straight. Okay. Okay. Uh, go get the dart. Oh, yeah, oh, the dart. Spoon drawer spoon two. Uh-huh. Got it? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Get over in the circle. Uh-huh. Are you in? Yep, I'm okay. there. Are you ready to turn around? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Okay, uh-huh. One, two... Three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, boy. Oh, we didn't oh. go very far. Well, no, we're at um, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Okay, Colorado. Okay, the... let me get the list of weird town names yep. uh, from Colorado. Then you can pick one. Oh, Roger, you're not going to believe this. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's pumpkin. Pumpkin what? Pumpkin, Colorado. Oh, are you are you sure? It's, I think it's Pumpkin Center. As is I it, recall. Hang on. Well, I, yeah. Okay, you're right. It's Pumpkin yeah. Center. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Pumpkin Center. Okay, I've heard of it. But I've never been there. <laughs> I've never been there. Well, I guess we won't be able to say that. <laughs> I've long. never even heard of it before. Really? So you're one ahead of me. I, I mean, I, I don't know why I've heard that. Of that but you're I've probably had... thinking of Rush Center. That's where we're from. Well, you know? I know that. We had but... Pumpkin Center. I, I know well, that. Well, we, yeah, we stole a few. But... <laughs> I, I All think right. the statute of limitations is up on that. Oh, yeah. Everybody at home is going, so there's where the pumpkins went. <laughs> yeah. Assuming anybody's listening. <laughs> so, okay. Well, we will um, go there. We and, will go uh, there. Uh, Rosie's going to enjoy the altitude, I'm sure. I'm sure she will. And uh, we'll do that. We'll do this again next week. And... What the heck? We'll see what happens next. Okay. okay, all right. Well, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriere.